um, patience, patience is important in education and a willingness to learn and to um, a willingness to be to persevere and to overcome. And- this is Blair Durham with Black Wall Street Today, your media hub for all things black entrepreneurship, politics, news, and events in Hampton Roads and beyond. When I say black, y'all say Wall Street. Black. Wall Street. Black Wall Street. When I say black, y'all say Wall Street. Black. Black. And now, here's your host, Blair Durham. Welcome, welcome, greetings, welcome. Greetings, it's the 92nd edition greetings. of Black Wall Street Today with Blair Durham. So excited to be here. Uh, this show is sponsored by Milestone Mental Health Agency. We'll hear from our sponsor a bit later in the show, as well as Apex Financial Group of Virginia and the COO team. Uh, this focus today is Best in Black, excuse me, Best in Black Business, Volume 6, that alliteration. <laughs> so we want to welcome, no stranger to this show, Ms. Alexandria Gamble-Davis. She is the founder and executive director of Milestone LLC. Having worked in the mental health field for over 10 years, Alexandria is passionate about serving as a change agent and advocate for individuals who are underserved. Milestone's policy is to improve the quality of life for individuals by providing support, training, and resources needed to regain balance in their lives through creating and implementing a structured community mental health service. Milestone provides 24 hours, seven days a week, mental health community support, uh, services for individuals with behavioral and psychiatric disorders aged 18 and older who experience severe and persistent mental illness causing symptoms and impairments that produce distress and disabilities in their normal day-to-day functioning, such as self-care, employment, and social and interpersonal relationships. Welcome back, Alexandria. How are you today? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing well. It's great to have you here. Um, Of course, we are uh, right here in Minority Mental Health Awareness Month. So I wanted to uh, make sure we had you on the show and talk a little bit about why that's important um, and what what are some things that we can do. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, July is um, Minority Awareness Month for mental health. And it's, it's very imperative that we talk we talk about this topic because um, a lot of minorities are less likely to receive um, diagnosis and treatment for their mental illness. Um, a lot of times they have less access to mental health services, and oftentimes they receive a poor quality of mental health care, um, not having the resources and availability of insurance to receive the services. Wow. It's, 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 dear, it's near dear to my heart as a minority and the owner of a mental health agency is that we continue to make strides to, you know, decrease the stigma surrounding mental health in our community and also bring awareness to services that are available in the community. Yeah. Yeah, that's a critical issue that you raise in terms of uh, access to the proper care. Um, and so I know that your programs provide that level of accessibility to ensure that um, those that may be um, underinsured, right, yes. still participate. How, how does that work? Yeah, I started Milestone because I did not want um, anyone to have a barrier to receiving their mental health services. So we provide community mental health services, and what that looks like is no, uh, none of our clients ever come into the office. Our counselors 
and our staff meet them into their home, meet them at their doctor's appointment, wherever they may need the service because a lot of times transportation is the barrier for uh, receiving services. Mm. So lack of transportation, lack of finances, lack of just the ability to navigate throughout your community. Yeah. And definitely meeting a critical need. So let me ask you this. What are you seeing now um, in light of COVID-19 and the mental health impact on, on our community? Well, we're seeing a lot of individuals talking about mental health more, which is a great thing. Um, a lot of more services are being highlighted. And, um, and I have seen... In the past, probably about two months, I have seen more and more individuals reaching out to find services and to find information. And I think that was the goal of just trying to have a conversation about mental health. And COVID provided that um, necessarily, I don't want to give COVID any positive connotation to it, but it did spark the Right, it did spark the interest about mental health because of those of us that did not feel we struggled with mental health, being able to um, not have your structure, environment causes anxiety, it causes depression, it causes um, loneliness and frustration and anger and not really knowing, not able to control your environment, which caused the individuals like a professional like myself that feel like, you know, they had their mental health intact. But those are some of the struggles that our clients deal with on a day-to-day basis prior to COVID. Right. So say you add COVID and everything is just... It's heightened. Yes. It's heightened and and it allowed for us to really have a conversation and have an honest conversation to to be known that we all struggle with mental health. So how do we kind of break that barrier and how do we provide services and how do we, how do we get help basically how are we yeah. able to provide um, a better community and resource for each other because once we know better we should be doing better mm-hmm. I agree so so tell me this Alexandria what do you say to the person who um, you know may not necessarily qualify for the services that you provide but is noticing some kind of low-level anxiety as a result of COVID. What kind of practical um, steps can they take in their daily life to improve their their mental health? I would definitely say, um, you know, reach out to your support system, whatever that is, whatever that could be. It maybe is, you know, um, reaching out, calling a friend or family member if you're experiencing any anxiety, if you're worried, try to have a well-balanced meal. Mm. Um, Try to exercise. Mm -hmm. Try to get sunlight. You know, some of the natural components that we may take for granted on ways of, you know, decreasing our anxiety and decreasing our depression. We could actually, you know, make sure you get an eight eight hours of sleep. Make sure you are um, sleeping. Sleeping and make sure you're, um, I didn't say sleeping, but I'm just making sure you're eating a well-balanced meal, Yeah, drinking water. Those are some of the things that we could do if we're just feeling like we're having anxiety. But if you're coming to the place where it is taking over your everyday life, then you probably want to call someone and just have someone to assist to talk to you about what's going on with your anxiety. 
mm-hmm. or your depression. I appreciate that um, a lot of times, you know, when we're experiencing anxiety, we may stop doing those things that were a part of our normal routine, like you mentioned before, sleeping and drinking water and eating balanced meals. And so I think that that always bears repeating, right? You just never know which one of those things could be off that could help us to kind of regain that, that balance. Don't isolate yourself. And if you feel, if you're getting into the zone where you're not, when you mention the, the, having a routine, whenever you're stuck with your routine, then you know something is going wrong. So you want to make sure you pay attention and pay attention to your body. Yeah. And pay attention to your surroundings and what's going on because, uh, you, you, you know, it's anxiety. So it's, it's, we tend to want to not, you know, know what's going on with us. We tend to not want to think about it. But, the, you, you know, you can feel when you're having anxiety. You can feel when you're having depression. So it takes a strong individual to recognize it. And so just seek the help that's necessary to kind of combat those symptoms. Yeah. Uh, if you're just tuned in, this is Blair Durham with Black Wall Street today, uh, chatting now with Alexandria Gamble Davis. She's the founder of Milestone LLC. We're talking a little bit about mental health in light of the fact that it is Minority Mental Health Awareness Month. Um, and of course, things are uh, complicated by uh, the current crisis. I want to ask you this as well, Alexandria, thinking about our young people um, and the fragile state that they are in considering COVID plus you know, the disruption of their routine. What services do you provide for for youth? We provide um, intensive at-home services, which we go out into home and we provide that uh, family support with the uh, family engagement. And so we are we're in the process of using a new model, a new evidence-based model, um, which is family-centered treatment for those services for the individual because we don't want to just look at the child we want to look at the entire family and try to see how we can engage and interact with the with the family wow. especially with the new school system i think some schools are hybrid some schools are actually going in face-to-face and some are just doing virtual 100 percent so the our children need that interaction. Our children need that socialization. So their entire schedule has been turned inside out. So I know that with children, we're going to see a lot of anxiety. We're going to see a lot of depression. And just have that conversation with your child. Let them express their feelings. Because it is normal. Because you go from going to school and hanging out with your peers, maybe going to the movies, socializing, to now we're unable to do anything. And now the new normal is wearing a mask. So, you know, we have to help them to understand the severity of what's going on, but also at the same time, we have to make sure their emotional uh, state is intact. Yeah. Key point that you raised regarding normalizing or helping them to understand or just understanding ourselves that what we're experiencing in terms of some of the anxiety um, coming from our children is, is completely normal, um, given the fact that their whole world has been upended. I know for me, 
um, <laughs> my daughter had a little bit of anxiety, you know, when COVID first started and she realized that just like that, you know, she was not going to have the engagement she had been used to. Um, so I think it's key to be able to have that conversation and say, you know what, I get it, you know, I get it. Things are different. Right. Um, and they're and they're going to be different for a while. You know, at this point, we don't even know. Um, we don't we don't have a timeline per se. Um, so so you're offering continuing to offer services for youth. Can you talk about how someone might qualify to receive those services? For uh, we provide services for adults and children. Um, Medicaid is the uh, the payer source for the services. So if any individual has Medicaid and they have a mental health uh, diagnosis for the adults, if the child, if they're experiencing anxiety or depression, will come out, have a counselor assigned to that um, child and work with the coping skills that they that's necessary to get them through their crisis as well as the adult. We have um, mental health skill building, which is a service for the adults, working with them also on that level of you know, um, anything dealing with their anxiety, depression, getting them to their doctor's appointments. I know a lot of our clients do not like to be around groups, so we're providing services via telehealth, and we're also providing face-to-face to try to give them that reassurance that we're still here, and we're also taking the precautions as um, given to us by the CDC. Awesome. And you have some employment opportunities available as well that you want to share? Yes, we're hiring. We're always hiring for qualified mental health professionals to be that, um, to be the counselor out in the field providing the exceptional services that we provide. We're hiring for a full-time crisis specialist because we have a crisis program as well. Okay. We're hiring for a program manager, so someone that can run all of the programs. We're hiring for a full-time program manager. So if anyone is interested and feel like they meet qualifications, they can go on our website which is milestoneagencyva.com, and they can submit an application and upload their resume. It'll come straight to my email address. Okay. Perfect, perfect. Yep, I was actually going to ask if you could provide both your, your email address and website. I want to make sure I highlight that again later in the show. Milestoneagencyva.com. Okay. Is there a phone number as well? Yes, our phone number is 757-606-2802. Perfect. I appreciate this for sure. I know that um, you are currently working or planning to do some work inside or um, with various schools in the region. I think that will be especially important. you know, for this school year. So just want to let folks know that Milestone is a community-based organization. So yes, we, yeah, we're planning on adding therapeutic day treatment in the schools in the city of Norfolk. Okay. And we also just added um, providing home health care services as well. So those are the two new programs that we have um, that we're working on. But yeah, we're trying we're trying to see like provide that wraparound services because we have to refer out for the other um, services that clients may need, and sometimes the ball is dropped. So just trying to provide that wraparound so that way the client isn't lost inside of going to a larger agency or the community service board and just yeah. making sure there's a continuity of care with the client. 
if you would, we've got about three minutes left. Expound on therapeutic day treatment um, for those that might be curious to know about ways that they can get some additional assistance for their young people. Okay. So I'm not sure if the schools, because I know it's normally provided through the school system, but it's um, the services and evaluation like within a traditional setting. And it's for students that may be exhibiting emotional and behavior concerns that may hinder their ability to function in the school environment. So they provide counselors, school-based counselors, in the school setting. So that way, um, the student that may be exhibiting these behaviors is not ostracized or um, forced to learn in a different environment so that counselor is able to try to redirect them with the behaviors and provide that emotional support so they're still able to learn in an environment that's conducive with their peers. Okay. Okay, perfect. I love it. We can get more information about this program on your website as well? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. We've got about a minute and a half. If you would, just reiterate the website, your telephone number, and those details for people that are interested. That'd be great. Okay. Um, we're a milestone mental health agency, a community agency located in Portsmouth, Virginia. Our address is 3303 Airline Boulevard, Suite 3C. That's in Portsmouth. 23701. Our office number is 757-606-2802. My work cell number is 757-749-2732. Our website is milestoneagencyva.com. And um, if anyone have any questions or concerns about mental health that necessarily may not meet criteria for our program, but just need general information and guidance, they can call us as well. We are our community involved. It doesn't matter if it's a referral or not. We just want to get the, um, get the community involved and engaged when it's dealing with mental health. Perfect. Alexandria, thank you so much for your ongoing sponsorship of Black Wall Street today, and thank you for the contributions you're making in Hampton Roads to ensure that, um, again, we're, we're helping to reduce that stigma and that people are able to get the help that they need. Uh, we know we're living through challenging times. Things have always been challenging, but they're especially challenging now, so I'm grateful to you for your commitment and, and the work that you're doing in the area for sure. Yes, thank you for having us. We're always here to support. Absolutely, and we will look forward to having you back. Uh, perhaps once therapeutic day treatment is up to running, it'd be great to uh, bring you back in and talk more about how the services are going. Okay, definitely. Awesome. Thank you so much. We'll be back in just a moment with hashtag Money Talk. Excellence is being able to perform at a high level for a long period of time. The next level success is just a step away. Stay tuned. Black Wall Street Today will be right back after a word from our underwriting sponsors. Are you a 757 business owner? Do you desire to make new connections and grow your community involvement? Could you benefit from taking classes to sharpen your skills? Well, join Black Brand, Hampton Roads Regional Black Chamber of Commerce. Completing a membership application is simple. Just click onto our website at www.blackbrand.biz or download the app. We look forward to meeting and building with you soon. Listen. Did you hear that? 
That was the sound of cancer cells being eradicated with proton beam therapy. If caught in time, a cancer diagnosis does not have to be a death sentence. It doesn't have to be painful, and it doesn't have to subject you to the many side effects of traditional radiation. The Hampton University Proton Therapy Institute invites you to live your life and let us fight your cancer with the most precise cancer treatment available. And now that precision is even sharper thanks to the addition of pencil beam scanning. PBS has treated over 1,800 patients and is only available in select proton facilities in the U.S. The actual treatment lasts two minutes or less. Remember this sound. A healthy, normal life can be yours again, cancer-free. Find out how. Call the Hampton University Proton Therapy Institute at 877-251-6838 now. Hey, this is Seiko, producer of the Black Wall Street Podcast. The Ad Council launched the Love Has No Labels campaign to address our divisive culture. Let's flood the market with diverse images of love and acceptance. Promote inclusion and erode implicit bias. Flood your socials with some positivity. Most people don't see themselves as part of the problem. They don't recognize they can be part of the solution by actively coming together and living inclusively. Flood your socials with some positivity. And now, more Black Wall Street Today with Blair Durham on Smooth 88.1 WHOV. Welcome back. It's the 92nd edition of Black Wall Street Today with Blair Durham. It's time for Hashtag Money Talk. This episode is sponsored by Apex Financial Group of Virginia and features Mr. Michael Gray. Good day to you, sir. Good day to you. It's always a pleasure to have you on, and thanks so much for the work that you do. I understand we're going to be talking about financial sense today. Is that right? Making financial sense? Making financial sense. So with that said, the first thing we have to look at when it comes to making sense with our finances, our money, is we have to look at the risk. I'm going to talk about risk for just a few seconds. Okay. We have to measure our risk tolerance. A lot of times we're not really aware how much risk we're taking from day to day when it comes to managing our finances. So when it comes to risk, there's three profiles. Some like to take high risk, some like to take moderate, some like to take low. So how do we how do we how do we find how do we define financial risk? Financial risk is defined real simple: the possibility of losing money. And if we're going to make sense out of our finances, that's one point we need to just lock in right there. We don't need to be losing money in times such as this. Okay. So we don't want to lose money. Okay, because losing money has to be regained. So we have to look at risk. So with that said, I want to talk about an area uh, for individuals, especially those who are maybe retired, uh, those who have uh, accounts, uh, retirement accounts, investment accounts, and not just retirees, but those who are basically investing money in there. And uh, if you invest the money in there, whether it be a retirement account, investment account, and if you're actually losing value, losing value, losing money in these accounts due to what we call market volatility, and that's related to Wall Street indexes, S&T, high-risk type you know, investments where you have market swings. You know, you can be up today, down tomorrow, up this month, down next month. These are what you call volatility, market swings. So if you are actually tied to these type of investments or these type of index, 
The first way to make sense is, is that you need to move out of harm's way and get into safety. So the first thing we're going to talk about today is moving out of harm's way and putting your money into something that's safe that won't cause you to lose money but will help you to gain money. So that's key number one. So if you're going to gain money and you're not losing money, you're going to be saving money. Saving money. Okay, now, also, too, when you look at uh, making financial sense, if you are, again, a retiree, and if you have left, let's say, your employment for several years, and a lot of times what people do, Blair, is that when they retire, they don't move their uh, retirement accounts. Okay. For example, a lot of times they will leave their retirement accounts, like the 401Ks, TSPs, RAs, they will leave it with the previous employer and that sit there. As a matter of fact, they sit there for years and months. But there was a risk involved in that because, as you well know, with this COVID-19, our economy is slowing down. A lot of businesses have been impacted. So if we uh, have money sitting in a 401K with a previous or former employee, it would be best to try to move that money just in case, just in case that business is no longer in business down the road. So that's point number two. So if you have money that's sitting with former employees, you want to move it out. Okay. Yeah, yeah, move it out, and uh, so that way we can we can we can put it in the in, 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 into a safe in, in something that's safe for you. So 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 that's point number two. So 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 now a lot of times again people just let money sit there, and sometimes these businesses they can shut down or they can go out of business. It's not a hundred percent guarantee that they will stay around. And with the COVID going on right now, there's a lot of uncertainty about businesses. Okay. Now, third point: if you are currently, and this is again the population I'm talking to could be retired or individuals that's currently working. Mm-hmm. If you are currently paying taxes on earned interest, okay, when I say earned interest, that's like on CDs, money markets, could be investments, uh, a whole lot of related other things that you could be earning interest on. If you're earning interest on these type of investments and you are paying taxes on these type of investments, mm-hmm. we have a way that you can actually have what we call tax deferral growth meaning that we can actually show you how to move money to something that's tax deferred, which means you don't pay money on the interest while you earn it. You'll pay it down the road, which is tax deferred, which means that the only time that you'll pay or report that interest on your taxes is when you actually you know, make withdrawals, okay? So we have a tax deferred growth, growth, growth program that will help individuals to defer, okay, to defer uh, making payments, uh, tax payments on interest earned. So that's point number two. So, again, you got a lot of people out there, Blair, that's basically, you know, earning interest, but they're paying taxes on it. And we have programs that will allow you to let your money grow tax-deferred. And when they go tax-deferred, basically, it would be more, it would be more, it would be more, more, more accumulation for you. And also, too, we have what we call the triple compound effect of your money. So you get the triple compound effect because a lot of times you look at money growth. A lot of times folks will take into consideration Number one, inflation, that's that's out there, okay? And a lot of times you look at interest rates. We look at the rule of 72, and we have other things that we do that can help reduce taxes. So we have the triple compound effect, which in essence will help you to grow money at a faster pace, and also your money can grow in a tax-deferred account. So that's point number two. So that's another way that you can save money, and that's another way that you're making what? Sense with what? Your finances. Point number three. This is something that I think everybody could take advantage of this, and this is something we're going to offer right now. So if you want to look at what we call a comprehensive annual review, 
I'm going to give you my number right now because, actually, the first two keys, I'm going to give you the number right now to call for a free consultation uh, for the first two keys that I threw out. And the number here is 757-640-0207. Free consultation. It don't cost you a penny. The number here is 757-640-0207. That's for the first two keys. Now, okay. the third key is something that I think everybody can benefit from. Uh, what we offer here at Apex Financial Group is what we call a comprehensive annual review. And this is designed to help you to update all your legal documents. It could be a trust, it could be a will, it could be life insurance policies. For example, with life insurance policies, a lot of times individuals, they don't change beneficiaries. Sometimes that beneficiary is there that they never even think about changing and it may not be the right beneficiaries. We also uh, encourage individuals to go three levels deep on uh, beneficiaries, which means that you have a first, second, and a third beneficiary. Uh, also, too, with this comprehensive annual review for uh, documents, policies, and uh, titles, and things of that nature, uh, we also look at policies because life insurance coverage, because a lot of times people buy life insurance several years, you know, they, they bought it a few years back, and now they may not have adequate coverage to take care of the needs that are currently here today. And so basically, uh, we have, uh, with insurance, Insurance programs, we have cash accumulation, these policies that grows tax-free. It can be tax-free income to you as well. Uh, it's not just for death benefit. Uh, also, too, what we can do, a lot of times what we do, Blair, with our clients, they come into us and talk with us, sometimes have the old plans, the old policies, mm -hmm. which actually is costing more. So we're able to save them money, okay, on their premiums, which can either be a savings or either buy more insurance for them. And so with that said, uh, with this comprehensive uh, annual review, I think this is something that uh, everybody needs to look at because of the fact that with the new plans, the new plans can extend well beyond age 100. With the old plans, the old plans are running out by the age 100. And also, too, with the new plans, we offer what we call living benefits, such as long-term care. We offer what we call accelerated death benefit, terminal illness. And a lot of times you'd be surprised. A lot of individuals have policies that if they become disabled, even their premiums are not even waived. They only have a waiver premium. Wow. So, again... Uh, this is something that we give, okay, and this is a free consultation. So, again, you can call us at 757-640-0207 for your free comprehensive annual review. Key number four, real simple. If you have a will, okay, a will will put you into probate. All a will does is delay. Just think about the word delay. Everything is delayed. Everything is frozen because it has to go through the probate process, which could take months, which could cost a lot of money. Uh, we recommend that you have a what we call revocable trust. A trust basically keeps you out of probate, and your money moves to your uh, beneficiaries, your siblings, immediately. You don't have to wait nine months, okay, before they can receive benefits. So, real simple: a will put you in it and into probate. A trust keeps out of probate. So, I'm not going to talk more uh, on that subject because it's too extensive. But it is a key point. And if you're looking at uh, protecting your state, preserving your state, again, we offer a free consultation. The number here, again, is 757-640-0207. Uh, point number four, key number four. Okay. Uh, if you are currently, okay, uh, managing your finances, and when I say finances, I'm talking about your household finances because we're all, uh, we all actually have a P&L statement, which is a profit and loss statement. A lot of times we don't look at it from that perspective. But what it is is income coming in. We have income coming in, and we also pay what? We pay expenses. 
And so when we pay expenses, what's left over is what we call the outcome. A lot of times we call it net income, but it's the outcome. Sometimes the outcome, Blair, can be positive or it can be negative. So if you're spending more than what you make, it's negative. That's a negative. That's a negative cash flow. If you're actually having a positive cash flow, that means that you're making more than you spend. So what we recommend and what we'd be willing to sit down with you on is we're happy to create a budget, a written budget, not something that's in your head, but a written budget. And this budget will help you to look at all your items, income coming in, expenses. And the key to this is to try to find money that's slipping through the cracks, okay, and to help us from overspending and try to create a savings. And that, again, is making financial sense. And if you want to look at just creating a budget, I mean, we'd be more than happy to sit down with you. Uh, again, you can have that free consultation by just calling in today. The number here is 757-640-0207. And the last key that I'm going to talk about right now, Blair, is what we call Social Security Review. Social Security Review. Okay. If you are receiving Social Security, I'm going to give you two strategies, real simple. If you're receiving Social Security benefits, if you are a married couple, if you're a married couple and one of the spouses have a lower benefit amount, there may, I'm, I'm saying may, uh, I'm not saying guaranteed, but there may be a possibility that the spouse with the lower benefit amount, we may be able to raise that through looking at what we call a Social Security review. So, again, for married couples that both receive the benefits, the spouse with the lower amount, there's a possibility we can increase that benefit amount by simply calling us at 757-640-0207. And also, too, if you have a couple that's been divorced, and if that, uh, let's say if the spouses have been divorced, uh, the former spouse has been divorced, over 10 years, again, we can also come and also use the spousal benefit to help the individual or the former spouse with the lower benefit amount. We, can, we also may be able to increase his or her benefit amount as well. So, again, you can get this and some other benefits that will be called the Social Security Review. And this is very important because a lot of times there's a lot of benefits that's up on the table, and with the Social Security Review, it helps us to identify things that can help you get more maximization out of your benefits. So there you have several keys there, Blair, that, are, that would be helpful to our listener today. And, again, if they'd like to have any of these keys or any type of consultation, anything they want to review uh, when it comes to finances or budget or when it comes to, you know, investment money, getting money out of harm's way, will, trust, whatever the need may be, uh, again, you can call us today at 757 Six four zero zero two zero seven, and you will have a consultation. Thank so there you have it, Blair. Uh, if you have any questions, I'd be more than happy to ask, uh, entertain any questions from you. We and are so, out of uh, time. Wow, you gave some great nuggets today. Much appreciated, and certainly look forward to talking next week with you. Uh, when we be back, it'll be uh, Best in Black Business Volume Six. Talk in just a moment. The biggest financial asset that you have going for you by miles is the value of your own earning power over the years. If you fail to plan, you're planning to fail. More important business insights are on the way. Stay locked in. Black Wall Street Today will be right back after these messages. Hey, this is Seiko. 
DJ Seiko Varner, the producer of this podcast. So when I'm not producing podcasts, I'm actually DJing wedding receptions, corporate events, proms, other formals. And I would love to take care of your special event. So our company is Positive Vibes Incorporated, www.positivevibes.net. That's www.positivevibes.net. We've been performing for over 25 years, and we would love to bring our expertise and our fun to your special event. Positive Vibes Incorporated, www.positivevibes.net. Peace and prosperity. When the conversation is good and the friends are even better, you'll find a wine that brings it all together. Shoe Crazy Wine. Remember that name, Shoe Crazy Wine. Available at Costco, Kroger, and these other fine retailers. We know you love jazz music, so let's try some jazz music with a little R&B flavor. some jazz music with a little trap flavor. Jazz and Caribbean. Hey, we mix it up. So, online, look for Grandpa Crunk and enjoy the great jazz music. Grandpa Crunk. Jazz music. And now, more Black Wall Street Today with Blair Durham on Smooth 88.1 WHOV. Welcome back. It's the 92nd edition of Black Wall Street Today with Blair Durham. It's Best in Black Business, Volume 6. I got it out. I want to salute now Ms. Janae Sasso. She's MBA and founder of Senior Runs. Senior Runs is an innovative companion ride solution that empowers older adults with limited cognitive skills and physical abilities, along with their caregivers, the access to quickly and easily select a companion driver, book a ride, rate their driver, and instantly make payment for all their routine transportation needs. Senior Runs is helping a growing population of seniors, their families, and members of the healthcare community to reimagine transportation solutions for aging adults with unique care requirements in order to remain happy and healthy. Welcome, Janae. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you for having me. I am so excited about your platform. In fact, when I heard about it, I shared it on social media. I said, yes, and then I was just thrilled to be able to make a connection to get you on the show today. So I want to talk about first, and I can decide what I want to talk about, right? Yo, <laughs> what, sure. sure. What was the inspiration for this innovation? Well, it was my own journey as most entrepreneurs, um, especially those that are successful. It usually is birthed from their own journey, a problem uh, that they had in their own lives. And so for me, it was that I was a caregiver. And so um, I actually uh, dropped out of college in my sophomore year to come home and take care of my grandma. And from then on, I have just been the family pillar in that in that sense of caring for everyone and 
there were just at that time the 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 terminology caregiver wasn't even be, being used. So mm. um, I just noticed that uh, if it was anybody else that was doing what I was doing, that we were a population of people that were being overlooked. And there just was not a lot of resources. It was just you were just taking care of a loved one, and that was what you're supposed to do. And, you know, you kind of figure it out. But um, I I knew that um, I needed to create something that would help lessen the stress and anxiety of being uh, the caregiver and ultimately taking care of someone that is transportation uh, dependent. Wow. That's phenomenal. So... Uber for seniors, essentially, is what you have built. I know this yeah. has been a huge undertaking. Can you <laughs> talk through just some of the process in terms of really creating your business plan, getting the funding that would be necessary to establish a platform? I feel like there's a significant gap in our community in terms of really understanding startup, right? Um, yeah, and so I want you to kind of, yeah, talk talk it through. Sure. Well, I mean, I I have been on this entrepreneurial journey since I was since I left college because at that time there just was no getting a job and people understanding that you had to take time off of work to take care of someone. That I mean, that's just I mean, even now it's probably not as supported, but I'm sure it's a lot more support in corporate America than it was at the time that I started out doing it. So um, I knew that entrepreneurship was going to be the only way that I was going to kind of navigate my own journey and path to success, and um, I wouldn't be able to do it the traditional way. So I started this journey early on, thought I knew a lot, uh, like we all do when we start out. We think we know everything, and we've got it covered, and we we know business, right? We know how to buy. We know how to sell, you know, whatever little trinkets or widgets we have. Mm -hmm. but I didn't realize there was a that there's an evolutionary process that takes place with your own personal and professional development mm. um, so that you can reach and access certain levels of success. Sure. Um, so, you know, raising funding, um, understanding what investors are looking for, how to speak their language. Um, you know, I've had several business failures and a lot of those and every with every failure came an awareness and an awakening that there was something else I needed to learn. So I actually went, ended up going back to school, getting my MBA, becoming very proficient in accounting and just speaking the the language of business because I didn't have that skill. I knew how to buy, sell. I knew how to come up with ideas, but I didn't know how to build something uh, where an investor would actually look at it. I didn't even know what the characteristics of a business might be to even be interested uh, to catch the interest of an investor. So we have to first learn what type of business are we building, where, what kind of funding is realistically available to us for our particular venture. And yeah. then once we understand that, then you'll know how to have conversation with whoever it is that you're going to be sitting down at the table with, whether it's your family and friends that, you know, you're going to try to get involved with you, whether it's the banker or, in some cases, uh, venture capitalists, uh, you know, angel investors. All of those are different conversations, and they all have different expectations. So education about about your business and how that looks 
to the investor community, I think is very important. It was definitely a big gap <laughs> in what my expectation was. And so um, even my journey, I have evolved and pivoted my business. My business doesn't look anything like it did um, when I started this journey back in 2014. So um, patient, patience is important in education and the willingness to learn and to um, a willingness to be to persevere and to overcome and to recognize that you're not where you need to be yet because you don't know what you need to know yet. <laughs> wow, you talked through a couple of things there. You talked about some kind of soft skills, right, in terms of persistence and patience. But then you talked about some some um, some more kind of definitive, tangible, you know, items that you had to have. And you talked about mm-hmm. counting in particular. Um, as as a skill set that you opted to learn, I think um, it might be safe to say that if you don't have that skill set, you need somebody on your team that that has that skill set. Um, I know we had a, a three part series. Oh gosh, it must have been about a year ago now, where we focused on um, whether or not those in business needed formal business education. Um, mm-hmm. Formal or informal is necessary, right, in order mm-hmm. to the level of success. Yeah, I appreciate you being candid to say it's it's been a journey. Yeah. So where where are you now? How how has the platform grown? Um, and then sort of give us the trajectory as well. So what do you hope sure. to do five years from now? Sure. Well, um, I, I know you had mentioned and a lot of people compare us to the Uber for seniors, but really we do a lot more than uh, transportation. We really, I like to say it's transportation support. We really provide uh, companion care services with a transportation focus. So transportation is just the kind of the vehicle, uh, no play on words, but it's the vehicle that allows us to facilitate relationships with our elderly and with our older adults that have unique care needs. So um, we provide really a holistic um, process to how we support our seniors, not only with transportation, but their social and emotional needs. So uh, we also provide um, in-home help. Um, We also provide just taking someone for an ice cream cone, taking them to a show. It doesn't, uh, our transportation does not have to be medical related. Mm. Uh, We're really looking to help our seniors to re-engage in the community and be a, uh, you know, and, and, and be, and stay intact and stay close to the community that they once were before they were not able to be mobile. Um, So for me, the platform has grown significantly because we're not just attacking a problem from one way. So, uh, like Uber is great because it's just about moving bodies, sure. right? Um, but for us, we're not just moving bodies. Um, we really don't spend a lot of time on the road. We really spend a lot of time helping these seniors navigate their medical appointment, uh, being able to see where they're going here what they need to hear from the doctor, being the, the eyes, the hands, the feet of, of their loved ones who might live across the world um, in another country in, in a lot of cases. So um, you, I think that for us, we're trying to focus on in the next five years to wake up the healthcare community to the fact that there is a population of people that are falling through the cracks because they don't currently fit the mold or the, or the profile 
of either someone that is, you know, the active senior that's still kind of independent and can do their thing or the person that is so um, sickly or ill that they need this kind of ongoing care and attention. So we're focusing on um, really changing the mindset around aging. For me, it's personal. I'm getting older, and I want to create a world that I'm excited to be old in. And right now, when I look at the world, I'm like, uh, I'm not really excited about what I see. Mm -hmm. Um, And so for me, in the next five years, we're looking to be um, at least across the region, if not a national, um, looking and identifying different pockets of where our seniors are being uh, left behind because they're not mobile and they're not able to utilize other alternative methods of, of, of transport or mobility and being kind of that undergird of, of support for them and their families. You know, don't forget about the millions of family caregivers. I mean, I get calls all the time from families that say, I am so excited that I found you. You're a lifesaver because there's nothing else that addresses all of my needs, right? It's, we can move you from here to there, but if you need help with your wheelchair, if you need somebody associate, yeah, you don't, they don't have that. So we are providing a really a comprehensive support system for our seniors. Uh, when they're kind of in that in-between stage. So raising funding is huge for us. We're in the midst of doing that now um, so that we can actually get the platform uh, built that we that will be robust enough for us to handle uh, a growing uh, uh, group of, of seniors and uh, be able to handle a national kind of infrastructure. And so... Um, raising capital right now and we're getting really close to doing that we have a lot of people that are coming to the table and i'm excited about that people that are able, that are naturally starting to see what i've been trying to say right so when you're a visionary you usually go out first and people say oh i don't think that's really needed you know it sounds good it's a nice thing to do but as time has passed people are now saying oh she was right yeah wow that i think we do need that so now people are coming to the table and that's where your uh, your patience comes in. Wait for people to catch up with you. <laughs> yeah. If you just tuned in, this is Blair Durham with Black Wall Street today, talking with Janae DeSasso, the founder of Senior Runs, an innovative company that is providing uh, a complete solution for seniors. Um, let me ask you this, Janae. Um, what advice would you give by way of resources? to an entrepreneur who is ready to scale their business? Yeah, wow, that's a, that's a, that's a loaded question there. Um, it is. Yeah, Well, I started out entering into the local pitch competition, which maybe some of your listeners know about, uh, yeah. Dark Peninsula. So I think I entered that for the first time during their second year when they launched that. Um, and that's how I started. And so what I did is I took advantage of every conversation that I had that day and that evening for that weekend with the mentors and with all the people that put that program together. And then I started because I'm not originally from this area. So when I came, I didn't know anybody. Nobody knew me. And so I had to build my network again. 
And that meant I had to just get out there and meet who I could meet, find out who the players are, find out how the culture of, of the industry that you're trying to get into, who, how do people think, what do they believe, and, and just all of that information. I had to do a lot of information gathering. So if there's local pitch competitions, if there's incubators in your area, that's where I started. And I just had to step by step, meeting by meeting, person by person, just start to kind of pick out, okay, this person has this, this person has that resource. I took this class. I went to this event. And I just became very strategic about how I spent my time and who I spent my time with. And um, and from there, just kept just kept going and just saying even and I've even traveled out of the area I did the black girls venture pitch and came in second there up in DC so after a while you might exhaust where you are locally so that means now you've got to get out of your box and your comfort zone and start to explore other avenues and have conversation with folks in, in other areas so um, uh, getting out of your comfort zone and utilizing and leveraging every single conversation, every single resource you can get your hands on is what I would tell folks. I love that. Yeah, I love that. Janae, man, this has been amazing. Our time is already up. I am oh, wow. so <laughs> looking forward to having you back, um, particularly as you make that, that regional stride, right? I want to know. Yeah. And then you start to set those next goals. Um, yeah. I'm so excited to see you take off, though. Um, yes, it is exciting. You were in what you're doing. I wish it had been around sooner for some folks that were aging in my family, you know? Yeah, um, yeah. I'm glad that it is here now in your run. Definitely. Awesome, awesome. Well, thanks for your time today, and I want to thank everyone for tuning in to Black Wall Street today. Certainly want to uh, give uh, thanks for our sponsors, Milestone Mental Health Agency and Alexandria Gamble Davis at MilestoneAgencyVA.com, as well as Apex Financial Group of Virginia uh, and the COO team. Um, and thank you so much to Janae DeSasso and Senior Runs for appearing on the show today. This is Black Thank you. Day where we're building minds, we're building connections, and we are forging the path ahead towards business success in the black community. I look forward to talking next week. Phenomenal. Stay with us online at Black Wall Street Today on Facebook and Black Wall Street Today on Instagram. And then follow us on Twitter as well at BWS Today. We look forward to talking again next week. Have a wonderful week. I have said and I will continue to say that the most important priority for the black community is the black community, not a particular political party. Hey yo, when I say black, you say Wall Street. Black, black Wall Street. When I say black, you say Wall Street. Black, black. When I say black, you say Wall Street. Black, black. When I say black, you say Wall Street. Black, black. Uh. Black Wall Street, Black Wall Street. Black Wall Street.